Hello, Taze. How you doing? Good yourself, man. I'm very well, thank you very much. Hello, everyone in the chat as well. Thank you for joining. It's another Thursday evening for me, for you, Taze as well. Yeah, yeah. Getting late in the time. Oh, it's almost past my bedtime, but what are you going to do? Way past mine. Uh, I appreciate you staying up in that case, mate. I really do. If you, no, I'm just kidding. If you start nodding off again, I'll play the intro music because it is quite loud. It'll, that'll, that'll get you. That'll be again. great. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, do you want to um, give it a quick intro about yourself before we get started so people know who you are? And uh... How much time do you have? Oh, mate, you just spend the entire hour on the intro. I'll just sit here and drink my water. It's fine by me. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Tice. Uh, husband of one, father of two. Uh, I'll enjoy red wine nice. and walking along the beach. Fantastic. That's my date night intro. That's that's a, very good. Maybe maybe one day we could have a glass of wine and walk along the beach together. Some fun. That would be fun. but weird. Hand is we can go hand in hand talking about Deneb. That's fine by me, mate. You know what I'm saying? It's a good thing. Yeah, and I and I play around with Deneb. Deneb, yeah, yeah. I've heard Deneb, Deneb. How we want to pronounce it? I don't yeah. know anymore. I always forget how other people pronounce it until I hear it. Not yeah, that's also an option. Um, yeah, but you're based in whereabouts? You're based again? Uh, Stellenbosch, South Africa. Ah. I mentioned once before. Wine country. Wine. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's where I know the name yeah. from. The, from the bottles of wine and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned before when we when we first spoke when I when I was desperately trying to convince you to do a live stream. Uh, I was, yeah, your I, music got me. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's fine. People seem to connect to the music. That's fine. If it's just for the music, that's no problem for me. The only time I've been in South Africa was when I was when I was getting very very dumped. It was very. It's a, in in hindsight, it was it's a quite a funny story. But when it happened at the time, it was no fun at all. I, what what year was that? You, you told me the last time. Oh, I think. that was oh mate, I don't know, probably like two thousand and seven, maybe two thousand seven. Yeah, two thousand seven. That's, that's the other day. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was, you, it was you said you were in Georgia. Eh? I was uh, in George, like on the garden. Is it called the Garden Route or something? Garden Route, yeah. Yeah, yeah they've got nice golf courses there. I yeah, maybe that appeals to me more more in my current lifestyle. The, I see this in the in background. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm. St I live quite close to a golf course. So I was maybe thought I'd go and hit some balls just in the driving range just to take out some fury. Do you know what I mean? Uh, golf for me, I think it would take at least seventeen hours to get around because it's it's been a while. I used to play pitch and putt as a, uh, as a kid. Um, you know, chipping and putting that kind of stuff. Uh, um, yeah, the putt putt courses. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pitch and putt. We have got the magic courses. Yeah. Like, is that uh, like, kind of like crazy golf? Trees. Uh, I've got no idea what crazy golf, but it could be. Huh? Crazy golf is one with like the windmills and stuff, and you got like put no, that, that's putt putt. That's putt putt. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So, I don't know. There's so many different forms it of depends golf. Depends on if you're playing normal golf. It could also become crazy golf. You know. That is. That's basically without the windmills. That there are other forms of obstacles like trees <laughs> yeah. and water and sand and that sort. Of, and just my own my own tears golf. of frustration. Yeah. 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 And sometimes just golf. Yeah, no, well, well, yeah. maybe one day if I get more time. And uh, uh, I see Anthony's there. also got a no, shortage of excellent red wine in South Africa. Yep. Funny uh, thing is, my it? wife works at a wine farm. Oh, yeah? yeah? That's pretty cool. No, I told her she can't leave until <laughs> the kids are out of the house. You know, yeah. teenagers and red. Yeah. It kind of gets <laughs> you through the parenting, right? <laughs> Oh man, no shortage of excellent red wines in South Africa, and, and also um, crocodiles, oh, crocodiles and lions. Uh, not yeah. in Stellenbosch. Okay. 
No, just just and, and, they, and yeah, they they don't walk in the streets. That would be that would be a problem. I've I've seen a crocodile just once in my life when I, I was in Australia, um, and I was doing a bit of fishing, and there was just a big, quite a large crocodile. I was quite I was far away, far away from the water, of course. This policeman comes by and he was just kind of fishing. He was like, "Yeah," he said, "Don't get too close to water. There's crocodiles in there." And like, I am far too terrified to go anywhere near that water, mate. Trust me, I'm going to sit here on this bridge all day long, and not go anywhere near that water. Um, so no. yeah. What are you gonna do? But uh, yes. Anyway, sorry, just me rambling on now about no, no, animals no. and. Uh, I think and... everybody wants to know about the George trip. The George trip. It was very short. I was meant to be there for about. I was meant to visit there for about two and a half, three months, whatever my visa would allow. I can't remember now. And um, I was I was dating someone who um, had been. Well, she lived in Berlin. She was a Berliner. And she went to George to learn how to fly. She was going to get a pilot's license, which she ended up doing. And she's now still a pilot now. She's, she's doing very well. Um, but, I, but, but I got there and I had been, I plan was to get there and kind of travel around for a little bit and see different parts of the country, blah, blah, blah. I got there. I flew there from Berlin. Two days later, she dumped me. And I was just, kind of, it was, it was the most brutal way to, to break up with someone. Like you, you know, people say you shouldn't break up with someone over the phone. In that situation, it would have been slightly better for me just to save me that yep. long trip, you know. Um, so I had two choices: I could have stayed and done it on my own, but I wasn't so, or just gone back to the UK where I was living at the time. And um, I actually chose to go back to the UK and just get to friends. Yeah, I know. In hindsight, it was a bad choice, but I was not in, a, in good shape to be honest. Um, but well, I had a great summer, but I had it in the UK rather than South Africa, so. What are you going to do? That was my South Africa ex excursion. So there you go. Exciting yeah. times. No, no, I was born and raised here. So yeah. And still here. And you enjoying it, of course. And, no, uh, no, no. It's very nice. What uh, did... every con uh, it, uh, our country's got a bit of a problem with the power and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, okay. But yeah, if you look past it, it's still mm. a great country. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I I know little about it to be honest, but I um I, I believe you, and it looks very beautiful as well. I I know. I mean, I used to work for a um for BASF, and they have a division down in South Africa, and I had yeah, quite a few. It? Yeah, it's like a it's like a chemical company basically. Um, know. it's a German company, but they have all over the world. They've got like it's like subsidiaries and stuff. Um, okay. But I had quite I had quite a few colleagues down there, and they were always sending photographs and making me jealous of how cool stuff was compared to Berlin, which is a nice city, but not particularly, not visually spectacular, should we say. Um, it's it's missing a certain aesthetic element that you get in in, in uh, South Africa. Yes, they are a huge chemical company. Huge chemical company, BASF. Bad, uh, badisha, Edvis, something, I don't know. It's from like, existed since like, I don't know, like a, the early 20th century. No, everybody's going to tell me tomorrow, you should know that company, man. <laughs> it's what, do you know what it is, right? The thing about this company is that they are, um, so it's, yeah, Genau, Soda Fabric, Genau. Um, in the 90s, you would have seen a BSF like videotape, yeah? Yeah, 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 and the and the small tape. Yeah. Right, right. But they they engaged in some of for me the most genius marketing I have seen in my entire life. In that they didn't do any. They removed their name from the public image. 
because if people know who they are, if, they, if you see if you see the name, you can identify them with some pretty not nice things that happen. Like when there's a huge oil spill, okay. people get all like like BP get all the all the all the abuse and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But BASF will have the hand in there somewhere. But if you don't know about them, then you can't really hate them that much, right? <laughs> um, but their their products are everywhere. Like if you yeah, buy, were, like, were, I think they were uh, against TDK that time. Uh, yeah, we, we were we, we at the TDKs and the BASF. Okay. Uh, Maybe, so. Yeah. Or but basically, place. any product that exists will have some kind of, they're huge. They're like, um, they make lots of like paints for cars and stuff. But uh, mm. anyway, I feel like I'm advertising BSF now, which is a bit weird. Let's talk about, let's talk about you. We're here to talk about <laughs> you, not, not my, my previous employer from like five years ago. What do you do, mate? What's, I mean, we, we all know that you uh, work with Denev. What's your job? If you yeah, so um, I'm working as a business intelligence, business analyst for one of the biggest banks in South Africa. Nice. Um, our cool. client base is about 20 million clients. Wow, that'll do. Um, so yeah, we're working with quite a lot of data. Yeah, Yeah. okay, um, Yeah. That, that makes sense, for sure. I'm playing around with uh, tablet models currently, mm, okay. uh, setting up some cubes. Uh, cool. we're, running, we're running a POC with Microsoft to see if we can use Power BI service to publish our cubes um, instead of on-prem yeah. Okay, makes sense. Um, yeah, and that's what I'm doing. That sounds really interesting. I started off as an accountant. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. Stint, How did that transition work? <laughs> um, as an accountant, you work mostly with history. So I, mm. I decided now wanted to get a bit more to the where the data originate, mm. and mm. moved to a company um, where I was IT manager. Did some development work in the old Revelation software. Okay. Um, and we started to implement the SQL, uh, SQL BI system those days with okay. analysis services, reporting services, integration services. And I think that's where the BI bug bit me. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, I haven't nice. looked back since. I find it really interesting that you work with... with Everything that you just described is very different from what people might expect when, if you know, you're like the data visualization Denev guy. It's quite, it's, I, I love that combination of skills or interests or, or whatever. Yeah, so um, I think it's, it's 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 to do with the programming part. Um, mm, okay. When the HTML language was released mm. way back, uh, I printed out a manual and I went through the whole manual and I started designing Impressive. some click-through sites. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the JSON language in the NIP is for me a similar approach. And we, we talked the last time is um, I'm in control. Yeah. That's, uh, it's yeah. not, <laughs> I can put a label where I want it actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing that I've really, that I always kind of come back to with, with Deneb is just that absolute element of, complete control i just find i just can't i really can't get away from that you know it's just when i'm working when i go go back to working with standard visuals for whatever reason um it's it's weird to not be able to really put everything precisely where i want it to be um i also quite often i work with standard visuals i'll go to the ellipses and i'll click on them and i'm like where's the edit part it's so it's like where can i all right no i can't do that no 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 great discussion you had last week with mike um about um, what's I think what would be next best thing for Power BI is actually to 
go to the, the, the nip route yeah, and say, listen. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's the ultimate dream. To be honest, we'll we'll see one day it might happen, but it would be yeah, it would be awesome, yeah. right? I see Andy ask if I'm a friends fan because yeah, so all my <laughs> all my visuals are titled the yeah, one the fan. one with the um, yes, I'm a friends fan. I watched the series, um, and I, th I think there was another site that also did that, the one with the one with, and I I thought maybe I could piggyback on that. I hope <laughs> I'm not getting any copyright issues about that. But I'm, I'm running out of ideas, so that's why I stopped a bit. So. <laughs> I was—I thought you might be taking a break because you've done so much. I'm going to drop your link, by the way, in the chat because um, this is the link to your GitHub. I'll get you. We'll get your GitHub later because that's another. <laughs> that's another thing that's all for me. Um, but if you don't, if you've never seen it before, that's um, taste uh, GitHub where he's got all these. The one with those, and um, I see how the HTML came back, eh? Because some of the GitHub stuff was in HTML. Um, so I, I actually, okay. it, the Markdown language is similar to, um, so the Markdown language that I'm using on the site mm -hmm. is similar to HTML. So it was okay. actually quite quite easy to find. Uh, I must, first of all, before we go any further, I must just say, hats off to you guys for doing this. I struggled my butt off to get all the lightning organized. And <laughs> so I've got a strip light. <laughs> like, so every time I'm filling, yeah, it's because the thing keeps popping up. Yeah, it's so, yeah. So that's up to you guys. Uh, um, you should see my, my. I've got like some people buy these like quite. You can get these like spotlights, and I actually, I honestly, I just coincidentally had you can get these Philips Hue strip lights, you know. Yeah. And I have one here, one here, one there, and when I started doing it, I was like, maybe, maybe they'll work. Because I can kind of, and this is what I got behind me, this like purple light. Same thing. Yeah. I just changed the color. Um, yeah, it's it's a whole thing. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that because I I was looking for a video that I'd made, like one of my first videos, uh, yesterday, and I went back to it and I looked at it. I think for everyone who doesn't know, it's kind of like, it's not the fact that the quality was bad, which it was. It was like, was it? Why is this? Then like, it was like some really, really ridiculously like low resolution. It's like, why did I record it? And like, it was like I filmed it on a potato or something. It's like, how is how is that possible? Um, yeah, it's a nice progression. But your lighting looks fine, by the way, mate. You're looking very. No, it's, it's especially in the top, eh? <laughs> <laughs> the, the reflection. <laughs> yeah. I would never comment on. Let's such leave it there. Let's leave it. I'm, that, that, that's all you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. um, where were we last? Um, yeah, so uh, the GitHub page was a part yeah. of HTML. Um, no, okay. And it's nice. Yeah. I like it a lot. So, but so I, I, I enjoy the challenge of the NIP. Um, when, I, when I started in BI, it was one of the FMCG companies in South Africa. Mm. Um, there was a guy there that said, but what's this Power BI? We'll never get to Tableau's. Mm. Um, power of visualization and stuff and I think that's still in my back so I, I still want to prove that Power BI is actually just as good as Tableau and mm. uh, with, with the NIP it actually is possible to do that well that's um, the thing if, if, you're, if you're building data visualization using Deneb and Power BI I guess you can therefore say that you can create visualizations that are just as good but how much of that is Power BI and how much of that is, is Deneb I mean it's, it's, the message Deneb. Yeah, I mean, it's just a conduit, isn't it? I mean, because yeah. Deneb is the conduit, is that the right word? For for Vega Light, 
and no, that's the, you, you know roughly what yeah, I mean. yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah, yeah. if it's if it's um, the wrong word it's you know again that so then somebody, if, somebody should just maybe help me with the word but i think it's conduit yeah that'll, that, um, that'll do it i forget because it's like i speak mostly english people with people who don't speak english as, as a mother mother tongue so I forget. Sometimes I'm on the phone with my dad and I literally have to ask him what the word is. It's really embarrassing, to be honest. Um, but you know what I'm saying? That you have Vega like yeah. inside dinner, which is in Sour Power. It's kind of but, like a Russian doll of like stuff. But the thing is, you know, I, I actually tried to do that in a Jupyter notebook um, with okay. trying to do a Vega light. But then I'm missing DAX again. Because you want the expression to be able to put the expression into the mm. visual. Yeah. Um, That's a very good point. Trying to do a transform in Vega Light is, yeah, that's still, it's like just sometimes trying to do a min X in DAX for me. Absolutely agree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, that, uh, this, this weekend again, I was, the, um, the last one I did, um, I I'm not sure if you can bring it up maybe. Um, I published it this weekend on Twitter. Oh, let me have a look um, for it. I'll try. It, you it, it was actually 6,000 lines of JSON. Because Whoa. I couldn't get the, I couldn't get the facet right. But I guess that's maybe a hundred lines, but copy and paste to six thousand. Oh, is this the, the 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 price shares by country? Yeah. Okay, one second. Because as soon as you do a facet on it, um, the facet filters the small multiple to the specific country. Then you can't do the detail lines. Ah, okay. Um, I'll try. I'll try and share this. Share my screen. I don't do it very often, so I'm very bad at it. Maybe, maybe it'll work. Da, 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 da. That one. See if this comes up. Is that it? Did I do it yeah. right? Yeah. Get rid of the chat. It's a bit bigger. Is that not working? But yes, this is what you're talking about, yeah, right? That one, yeah. Um, so each one of those is a is a block of code um, with a, a, a layer for the lines, and then yeah, it's a lot of layers there. But I I couldn't get the min and max working index. I struggled for yeah more getting that correct than struggling to get the Vega light correct. Yeah, uh, I can I can imagine it's and then I feel stupid again. So <laughs> and then, then I tried to read what um, the go to anything on Google about min and max, and then yeah, that doesn't even help sometimes. Yeah, I mean, what you were saying before regarding um, the ducks and. And, and Deneb, I agree. I've said it, a, a, I think, once or a couple of times before on this show. Is that I love that combination where if you if you can't do it with with Vega Light, you can do it with mm -hmm. Deneb, and if you can't do it with um, sorry, Kvatch. If you can't do it with Vega Light, you can do it with Dax. If you can't do it with Dax, maybe you can do it with Vega Light. It's a really yeah. nice like combination to have. Yeah, um, so it's, it's it's quicker for me to do the ranking in a transform in Vega Light than it is to do it in Dax. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the data is already sorted in mm. in Vega Light when I get it in there, so I, think... I, I enjoyed it. It's it's pushing me, but uh, and I think I wasn't at a stage in my career when I needed that extra push. So I'll yeah. always be grateful for Daniel. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's because you get in the stage where you think, okay, what what what's next? Mm. Um, yeah, and. Uh, for me, it was quite also in regards to what I, I was like, what what can I offer that, that other people aren't offering, you know? Like, there are, there's so much out there where people are doing, like, so much stuff. And I was like, okay, that, I don't see much about that. I mean, you see more now, but when I first started doing Deneb stuff, mm -hmm. there, was, there was not so much. So it was great to have that as well. I say, okay, I can focus on that and help people learn that. But also, I've got to say, just 
you you've also helped me a lot because you mean you said with regarding the SVG stuff, you sent me information. And I think you also made a couple of comments when I created a visualization and said, Oh, you, you can also do this this way. And I've changed it and made it. It's a really nice thing to have. Also, one of my favorite visuals in Deneb that I've seen is your um spark lines. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I love. I, I put it on my um, on my Deneb um, report oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, website. You you mentioned that again in the 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 Kratos, uh, talk that you did. Right, exactly. Uh, exactly. It, it, it pulls you up in the number twelve that was mis spotted. Right, exactly. I fixed that now. By the way, I fixed it. <laughs> no, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, 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 and I was saying, what is it when I make it like curly instead of like pointy? It's like yeah. I was like maybe. But that's why I didn't put points on that one. <laughs> I wondered about, <laughs> wondered about. <laughs> oh man, it does look nice, but when when yeah, when you put the, but that's the good. But this is the um going back. Actually, this kind of leads us to what we're talking about before with the, the top ends or whatever. Um, I started doing the the ranking. I would do it in DAX because for me, if I'm going to do the ranking within that visualization, it makes also sense to have the ranking in a DAX measure as well, yeah. rather than just, but it really, this thing, it just depends on what you're going to do. If you're going to, if you're only going to use it in that one situation, it's fine to have it there. Also brings me on to another thought that I have quite often that we discussed, like with Deneb, when you create these visualizations, what the hard sell is sometimes is how can we use this in a company? Because if, mm. yeah. you know, what if other people need Who's to change that? It? Who's going to support it? Exactly. So mm. for someone who maybe, uh, maybe is off for try using, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Daniel. This is, try using. Hi, Daniel. <laughs> thank you for joining at such an opportune moment because I love it when things like this pop up because Daniel says, oh, no, try using cardinal interpolation if you want a curvy line to hit your data points. What I say in my language is, it was curvy, a curvy, but I wanted to make it pointy. <laughs> what Daniel said is how grown-ups talk. Okay, what I said is there's someone who kind of like has to copy paste stuff all the time. So cheers, Daniel. That's exactly what I was trying to say. <laughs> uh, so for me, it's now going back to say, okay, a cardinal interpolation. What does that mean? I have to Google it after the chat. <laughs> it was also one of these words when I, I, I I've never really used in the word interpolation before. Obviously, um, that I, I think he did a, he did a, um, a great uh, blog about it where the lines cross. Um, and I assisted Jeff with um, getting his imports and exports um, correct to show that where the lines crossed, the, the coloring below was out of whack. Okay. Um, so we tried to get that right. I think that is what that cardinal interpolation must mean. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, I remember reading the documentation and just kind of going through and thinking, and I, I remember what it means because I had never seen it before. And I was making a video and I was just kind of like, I need to know how to pronounce that word. So I just like, I'm pretty sure you say it this way, but it's one of the, it's like that. And also to say quantitative. And I'm like, am I, it sounds like when I say it, it sounds like it has too many T's in it. Is it quantitative or quantitative? I don't know. I, would, I can spell it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the thing is I now can't spell color because I now spell it like an American. And the number of times I've written color when typing not in Deneb and I've missed out the U and I had to go back and put it in. I was like, nope, I'm not allowing myself to become that person who spells color like an American. Okay. It has a unit and it's staying there. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. Um, um, yeah. yeah there's, there's a few things in the nib that um, actually change the way I'm typing as well, like the colon at the end. Um, hmm. Yeah. The, 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 what's that? Um, the colon um, for the, between the yeah, okay. color, colon, and then yeah. the color. It's, uh, and the, and the um, curly brackets. That literally made me start using a different keyboard. Uh, I was very lucky enough to have someone who was at the time building their own, uh, like like uh, keyboard, and he he was he let me use the one that he had built because the square bracket and the curly bracket, the key, the combination on my keyboard was so annoying. And this one I just had like because the German keyboard of course has a different setup, mm. and I had to press like the buttons, and I didn't really like it with the way my fingers had to move. I'm very bad at typing. Um, so I, I literally changed my keyboard to write to write Vega Light. It was it was just uh, actually I, I actually I typing at school. So uh, oh, really? that's cool. It was between woodwork and typing. So I thought uh, didn't want to do woodwork. So I went on typing, and I'm still glad I did. I can well imagine, mate. I'm pretty jealous. I remember my mum could type. So she was like she's just a secretary, and she used to be able to type like ridiculous number of words per minute i can even i can remember the sound of the speed of her tapping on the keyboard it was just like crazy fast and it gives me like it's really bad now my mom and dad had an old printing press um where they they still set the letters and that sort of stuff so i think that's where the, the data visualization comes in for me it's the fonts and that's interesting the typefaces and how you lay out stuff that's really interesting. So, I like that a lot. Yeah. The That's problem with that is uh, um, from an early age, I was able to read upside down because you had to re- proofread. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my dad was on, the, on one side and I was on the other side trying to read and spotting the problems first. So. Wow. That's really cool. That's a sentence that you don't hear very often. From an early age, I could read upside down. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. also problematic. Especially when COVID did. Um, I th- I, if you notice now, there's a screen behind me. Mm-hmm. So me and my wife is now sitting back to back. So <laughs> so when, when, when COVID did, we were sitting mm. next to each other and I was fixing her spelling mistakes in her emails. <laughs> oh, God, no. Yeah, no, I just... I, I, I thought it was helpful, but apparently not. No. <laughs> so, yeah, no, no we're, we're sitting with our backs to each other. I, I, I can imagine that would be... <laughs> like it might lead to a, a little bit of friction, to, to be honest. <laughs> just a little you like switch, bit. You, like, switching off so you can, like, see the reflection on your screen. Of, 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 <laughs> you spelled that wrong. Like, what? Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not going that... Uh, made that mistake once and won't do that again now. Oh. Man, yeah, I am. Um, so yeah, so it, it was a curse for me as well. So uh, yeah, it's quite a cool thing to have. It's a, I like. It's nice to have a random skill that other people like 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 don't have, or like many people don't have. For example, it's quite. A thing. But also interesting. I've never really heard anyone say they were maybe potentially interested in data visualization from reading print presses. That's quite a. But uh, I, I think it was the. I'm, I'm always interested in the font and the cleanness of a font. Hmm. Um, okay. And and for, for me, the cleanness of a visualization as well. Um, you know, what frustrates me is the fact that um, you always ask the question: What's the one thing in Power BI that they can change? Yeah, they can take away the shadows. Yeah, because everybody puts everything in the shadow. Yeah, the drop and, shadows. You mean? 
the drop shadows, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting you mentioned that. not adding any value to any visualization that I've seen. I used to be horrific for drop. I fully admit it. I, when drop shadows came out, I was like, oh, that's nice. I remember I had a report and it was just, and I, it was there for six months. And it was just one day I opened my computer, looked in it, and I was just kind of like, why is it so ugly, Ben? Why did you do that? It just, it just, my brain just changed. And now, but this is an interesting thing that you kind of, do you know, do you know how like artists go through like periods? Yeah. Mm. I often think it's the same thing about creating dish, di um, data it's visualization. Definitely, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like I'm going through my min minimalistic phase right now. <laughs> like, no uh, no drop shadows, uh, for sure. Data no, to ink ratio is going down, or what? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, no, no, up, no, right, right. no borders, no, um, no curved edges, just everything just kind of like nice and clean and, and easy and stuff. I'll no, do like I, a. I did a, a certificate in UX design okay. a few years back. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there was there's a craze uh, for the black backgrounds as well. Mm, yeah. Uh, for the okay, we all do the dark mode, but um, one of the points in the course was that we, as youngsters, we start reading normal black print on white paper. Mm -hmm. So you're much easier and quicker to see data that is printed black on white so yeah. if you put it if you put it the reverse it must it's much more difficult to quickly see it yeah um I and so i'm also do not doing um i've got a okay i've got a problem with pie charts with maps and with shadows <laughs> apparently now as well <laughs> <laughs> uh, and with um the the the, the, the dark mode visualizations yeah I can understand and that, I, and I think it might it might also go back to the printing press, um, because if you print it in black, you couldn't see anything on it. Yeah, makes sense. Um, makes sense. So. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this comment dark because mode, dark mode everything. I am, I am really not a fan of dark mode at all. I I have created dark mode dark mode like reports that are dark. I don't again, don't do it anymore. Um, if you want to, I understand that. The only thing I ever use dark mode on is Twitter. And it's not its not like the really dark. It's kind of like the dark blue, not the black mode. Uh, I don't like websites where it's kind of the background's black and the text is white. I find it, it yeah. hurts my eyes. I find it really hard to read. Um, I don't put any dark mode on anything, which I know some people think it is terrible and I'll, I'll probably get blocked and I'll probably get my power BI license revoked, all that kind of stuff. But I just don't like it. You know what I mean? But it's, um, the thing is, uh, um, I like my retina, um, that response. Now I also like my retina. I code in black and white, um, okay. or, or yeah. in dark mode, but, uh, a visual for me is not, uh, no, it's not for dark mode. I think for uh, a visual... but that, that's my opinion. And, yeah, there's a very good saying by an Australian in that MH370 Netflix. I'm um, said again, sorry. Uh, on MH370 on Netflix. MH370 uh, uh, about the missing plane. Ah, sorry, right. I'm with. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Malaysian Airlines, where mm -hmm. the Australian said that opinions is like, as uh, everyone's got one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, is. So... It's true. I mean, I and 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 to me, it, it's it's my opinion about dark mode is not. The guy next to me's opinion about dark mode. My no. opinion about shadows is not the guy next to me's opinion about shadows. Yeah. So, no. It's, it's a, you, you, you put it so nicely. It's very democratic of you. I just think 
it's my opinion and, and i respect other people's opinions i just think my opinion's correct that's what i'm saying right and <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no I, I i dark mode i think is is fine on for report perspective I'm talking about here but when if if a report is being like shared with many people like if you're gonna like also you can have it big on a big screen then it's not a good thing to have it's just if it's if it's for a smaller group and everyone's okay with it i would never share a group to a really wide audience with dark mode anymore because i changed no. my opinion so i you know what i mean i can't say like oh that used to be my opinion that was correct now this is opinion now my new opinion now that's the correct one it's just the way the way it goes right yeah um i just want to answer anthony dave about the maps um i don't have a problem ah, yes. with maps um <clears throat> so i learned to do maps in the, that excel adding that power maps okay uh, and most of this stuff on that map was 3D. Because ah, okay. uh, you, you, you got the bars that went mm. up. and uh, mm. So, and I think in South Africa, I think if, if we lived in the US, it would have been great to do maps because the, with all the states and stuff. Uh, but South Africa, mm. the, the, the maps is, you know, we've got a lot of provinces. We can color in the provinces, but then what's next? Yeah, um, so it, it's better to do it in bar charts for me because uh, you see mm. more better information. Yeah, you talk like 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 population density basically as well. Yeah, population yeah. density. Yeah, that that, that uh, makes you're sense. Yeah. Entitled to your wrong opinion. <laughs> Fair enough. But, but, yeah, but Anthony also said Ben is right, so. <laughs> I know I'm. I'm basically. Gonna, I'm gonna get that put on a T-shirt and mugs, and you can buy them on my website. <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I feel the same way about maps. I, I used to really dislike them, but I think it's because you see so many bad versions. It's the same as so many. If you see so many bad versions of a type of visualization. You're going to end up disliking them. It's the same way, like, you know, people dislike pie charts. Why? Because you see so many bad pie charts, you know. Um, mm. Once when, um, oh, sorry, I've read Anthony's comment and I lost my train of thought. I'll take a commission. That's fine. Yeah. It's on the t shirt, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and it's the same with, like, but once I saw the, like, the, the icon maps are from James Dales, I was like, okay, nice. Mm. And of course, with Deneb, you can create really nice maps. I've literally never created a map in Deneb, though. I have to say, I've never done it. Uh, I've done the... I think I've done one for a WoW challenge last year. Okay. The Workout Wednesday challenges, which was the rat sightings in the New York subway or something. Well, that sounds interesting. Um, yeah. That's quite cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the Deneb um, maps uh, shot... Shout what out Froggy. Yeah. Um, he did quite a few that was great. That were great. Um, he did actually. Alec Alexandra, one. I can't pronounce his surname. I'm not even going to try. I'm going to try. He, he also did a few. Yeah, I'm going to try and find um, Shad's link actually because um, he did create really. I mean, basically, all the stuff that I saw that that uh, he had um, was not all of it, but a lot of it was like map work, you know. And I think I can find his link, find his Twitter. You find your Twitter, you find the the, the GitHub. It's yeah. the way it goes, right? Yeah. And no, really amazing stuff. And um, I, I you're missing Jeff, eh? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's on holiday. Like, how dare he? You know what I mean? I've, I've, I've got to talk, read comments, and post things. I can barely even talk. All right. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, um, but yeah, exactly. I'm in, in so many ways. Um, but yeah, I I, I tried to, to to do a map in in Denev when I was like a few months ago, and I was like, you know what? I'm not I'm not feeling it. So I just I just stopped, and I was like, other people other people are doing a much better version, so I'll just leave, I'll just leave it alone. Yeah, um, Daniel posted about the icon map. Um, that's also my go-to um, if I need to do a map. Yeah, yeah. it's very true. Uh, I was going to bring up this comment, Steve Williams. This is a nice question. What's the What's best, the best way, way, way to be an expert at creating visuals and data? Uh, as a data analyst, the question would be: What's your definition of an expert? Um, because I don't think I'm not an expert. Um, I mm. know how to copy and paste a few things. Uh, and change some configs. Yeah. Um, for me, it was reading the documentation and playing. It's it's, yeah. it's um, all the stuff I do in IT. I learned myself. So, yeah. um, but what what's nice with the nib is you you can't break it. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, true. You can break WebView too. That's that that that's not difficult. You got to set yourself a challenge, man. Come on. <laughs> No, I had a, I had a, um, on that 6,000 line um, 6, visualization I did this weekend, I, I had a few blockouts. Yeah, uh, I can imagine. And I yeah. lost a few um, sessions there. Maybe Daniel can give us some um, Yeah, I mean information on the facet. Uh, I'll reach out to him maybe on a, on a Twitter message again. But yeah, I've struggled with that this weekend. And now I'm gonna do. Uh, but the best way for me was to, to go through the documentation and mm. take take the examples that they have, and then just change one bit at a time to check and see what it does. Yeah. And I think you mentioned that in a previous video as well. Is is to play around with it and. Yeah, I mean, to become expert again, concept to learn and to get good and to 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 continually improve. Um, I can only really ref I mean, I that's the way I learn as well. Because same as you, everything that I've learned, everything that I can do, I've learned on my own. I really haven't ever really taken any sort of course. Exactly the same with, with Deneb. I, the first thing I did was I got the example file, which you get when you get the app, had a look at it. Um, it was um, a lot of Kerry's work in there, Kerry Colosco. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, great stuff. But to be honest, I looked and I was like, you know what, that's too much for me. So I went to the documentation and it sounds really boring when you say documentation, but Vega documentation, Vega light documentation is really cool. It's really good fun because you have all the examples that you can click on. If you want, start with the basic bar chart. And as you get better, go to different stuff. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, I did this, this live stream with, um, with, with Chris Wagner. Yeah, yeah. And it was literally just showing just, you just, I love that you just changed the word from bar to line and it's a line. So the elements, I mean, everyone understands the basic elements. You know what an x-axis is. You know what the y-axis is. And okay, you, you might not know what a mark is, but it's pretty quick to learn because you see it says, you know, mark, bar. But you, you didn't go through the getting started, thing. The getting started stuff. Yeah, on the vehicle light because they, they, lead, they teach you what a mark is. Yeah, too boring. <laughs> I went. I went. I went straight to, to the examples. Yeah, examples. And on two screens, I, I had documentation here, had the examples there, and I was like, "Well, it says mark bar, and here on the documentation, it says mark bar line." Just typed in the different words, and I just like, built on it, you know. 
Oh. And um, so, but, uh, exactly what you say, basically. I think as long as you have data that, that you're interested in or that you want to work on and you have a bit of time to, to put aside, it's just that's the way to get good and just learn how to build on the stuff that you've already built, you know? No. So, Vega Live is what... very – sorry, please go on. No, no, no. Um, what what did for me was the or what clicked for me at a stage was the the layering, um, and for me it's, exactly. it's, it's it's like screen printing. So everything there's a once of go over and then the next one and the next one and the next one and that's how you build your visualization. Yeah. Um, I actually did a search in my. Uh, teachings with um, Vega Light. Um, and I came across a site where they where they read it, the Napoleon um, journey mm -hmm. to okay, Moscow yeah, yeah. and the one back that one, they yeah, actually yeah. did that in Vega Light. Oh, wow, um, that's cool. And to, to be able to do that in a tool, um, I'm not sure if you can do that in Tableau. I haven't seen that yet. Okay, um, no. And it wasn't a lot of code as well. It was maybe... 300 lines of code um, and to get that out um, from a tool like Power BI for me that's amazing and um, yeah, yeah for sure. for uh, sure. that's off to Daniel for creating that tool yeah. it's it's um, I'm just worried that Microsoft buys it out and then let it die like to, to articulate it but I that's don't want to put concern. it out there. <laughs> uh, sorry, one second. Um, Daniel, I've made you an admin now on my channel. So you, if you repost that link, it will probably work. I just saw you right in there. But um, as to, thank you very much. Beautiful. Thanks, um, As to what you were saying, people say, oh, it'd be awesome if, you know, Microsoft gave Daniel did this, blah, blah. And it would be awesome, but that would be exactly my fear, that it would be like discontinued or whatever. Or it would just, that's, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I, I can't speak for Daniel. I'm not sure what, what he wants, but people always say, oh, it would be awesome if this that, that happened. And just the thought of it dying somehow in Power BI, it just would be mm. my absolute nightmare. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't want to jinx it, but that sort of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think most people who work with it, it kind of, I mean, what I really like about it is it makes you understand data visualization on a different level. Mm. You know, no. I just thought of it as this thing that's on my screen, just the element, but you, you start to understand the different things that go, that build it up, you know? Um, mm -hmm. I know it's not like, it's not like you're using what it's called D3, whatever it's called. It's not like this hugely, massively complex thing, but it makes you appreciate data visualization a lot more. This is, I think, one of the majorities of, of Deneb, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and I think that's what was interesting for me when I did the big book of dashboard is, mm. uh, when, I, when I started to look at the dashboard, it wasn't for me uh, a bar chart or, it was a lot of marks layered right. on top of each other. So mm -hmm. it was challenging to do, but it was, it wasn't, I, would, I don't want to say it wasn't that difficult to do, um, but it was, you know, it, it took some time to get right, uh, to get everything in the correct space in that. Yeah. So no, I mean, I'm just, I'm, you're making me think as you're saying that it's a, it's a really good point. I forgot to bring that up. So I'm pleased that you did. The fact that you recreated the big book of dashboards in Deneb also goes to answering this question that came up before, but how do you get, you get really good? The fact that you pursued that as a project. I mean, for me, I, I, I took thus far only like maybe two or three ideas from the big book of dashboards and I created something with them. One of the things I created was one of my favorite that I created with this, this um, area chart with the big text 
that explains each data point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that. And that idea, because it had this thing about, you know, big text to explain and to have a book like that and just to go through it, not only does it give you ideas, it gives you something to learn. It's like, if you yeah. want to do that, like, how can I do it? Like when I created this ridiculous thermometer chart, I don't need that, but it was just like, oh, maybe I could try and do that. How might that or the, work? Or the hippos, or the legends. Oh, the hippo. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> are you trying to suggest that that you don't need hippos in the visualization? How how dare you, sir? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's even it's, in South Africa, we don't need that. In the visual. <laughs> um, but yeah, it might be good for hippo sightings in the Kruger National. Yeah, it might be a good map see? for the Kruger National Park. You see, ah. Oh. We'll get some stuff going, man. But that link that I posted, if you know, haven't seen it, that's what I'm talking about. I just it has this visualization with the um, those 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 points with the text, and it's just it gives you ideas, and um, you, you can just go with it, and the uh, create a zoo, zoo. in Deneb. Oh, it's stop. possible. Can I just say, people, stop giving me ridiculous ideas because you know I'll do it. Okay, I will. I will create all this ridiculous stuff, and this is what I said once before, like or a couple of times probably that you see all these people creating these amazing visualizations, really pushing the boundaries of what you can do and data insights. And I'm just kind of like, it's got hippos on it. That's cool. You know what I mean? Like really, that, that's what I'm offering the, to, to the community. <laughs> well, I, I spent a whole weekend trying to get the path correct for the body layout in one of those charts in the big book of dashboards and that. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love we can spend so much time working on these little things and it's just like so time consuming. And at the end of the day, it's like, what? Oh man, it's 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 a lot why sometimes. Are you, why are you doing this? Because yeah. I actually want to have that block colored for the torso, not, yeah, exactly. not the whole body. Want, that point I want this one thing that no one else would even know what I had to go through to, to get it done. <laughs> that's what I wanted to be done. Yeah, it's 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 a lot sometimes, but it's like it's it's a fun thing to learn. This is what I think. Really, yeah. this is it's just it's a lot of. Uh, and uh, if we come if we're coming back to that question about the expert, I, I think it's mm -hmm. just jumping in in it and start yeah. doing it. And um, I think once the bug bit you or bites you, yeah. Uh, um, there's there's even now on enterprise DNA, I see they've got a. Um, I'm not going to remember the name now, but it's they've got a challenge, a weekly challenge now for the NEP. Oh, really? As well, yeah. Actually, um, I, saw, I forgot there's a comment, Rob. Daniel said also there's a, a course by AU Visualization Research Repository. That's a mouthful that just came out. Oh, no, so then he did post a link, obviously. Yeah, cool. he posted the link he afterwards. Link. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, uh, Daniel, I'll send you that um, Power BI file. Um, the script is going to be too long. Uh, <laughs> and, and <laughs> you need the data as well. But yeah, um, uh, that that one was the most challenging I had yet. Mm, yeah. Um, Have you ever? I my, the next thing I want to do isn't I think particularly challenging, but it was again something from, from Chris Wagner said that I never really thought of before. I want to create like just a a standard config for mm, me. A company template you you talked about, yeah. A, a company template, exactly. Oh, you paid attention. I'm impressed. Um, <laughs> Because and this is also one of the things because I think sometimes if you go to the um oh, thanks, uh, the, Robin. the Deneb workout, thanks, thanks, Robin. Appreciate it. Um if you go to the config, I think that can be quite overwhelming sometimes. It's just so full of information. Mm -hmm. And I think you don't people certainly when it gets dull, you don't understand how much is controlled there, you know. 
Um, I, I remember I encountered situations was like, why can't I make this work? Why can't it? And I was like, oh, because that value is kind of there in the config and whatever. Um, so to create a within the template that you produce with then to have a, a conflict that a uh, conflict? No. A, a config. Thank you very much. So much better. The other one. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough, right? That setup would also be quite a nice thing as well to, to make it keep it in line with it, especially because you also you can use the, the colors that you have with inside your um your 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 JSON file for the Power yeah. Report itself. So it's um, a good combination. I, st I started working with um I saw that in one of um Daniel's uh, configs, um mm. the style encoding. The what's that? So style. So you ah, put a yeah. you, you put a color against the style and then you can reference that style. Yeah. In your visual you don't have to point the color every time. Ah right. That's quite cool actually. That's quite nice. It's like a parameter. I th yeah. I think it's similar to a parameter creating a parameter. Like a style parameter, uh, essentially. So yeah. you know, save you all this hype and just go to the. Yeah. That's or, quite or, nice. And the thing is, you can do that with the whole. Um, let's say you, you've you've got a line chart. You can do that with the whole line, and then you just reference in the line chart the style that it needs to pick up for the line. Okay. Uh, okay. So you can set the stroke width and everything like that. You can use multiple styles per mark too. All right. This yeah. is this is my next little bit of reading. I'm going to be doing C. Having this conversation, learning stuff. This is going to be my, my next few days. My wife's going to be like, where are you? I'm like, I'm learning about style in Denev, okay? This is what's happening. Yeah. Um, Robin's question about the field parameters, it's already being supported, I think. Uh, it's, it's just a bit of a workaround with the transform. Mm -hmm. There is some documentation on the Daniel's site, on the Deneb site. On the Deneb site, yeah. Pretty um, sure. I'll, I'll try and link that, but whatever. Maybe Daniel gets me first. That's the general. <laughs> this, this, this is the general link. If Daniel knows more precisely where it is, you go for it, mate. But that's basically the the, the Deneb documentation rather than the the Vega Lite document. But this is also a nice thing as well that you have certain things that aren't Deneb functional um, quatch, that aren't Vega Lite functionalities, but are mm. Deneb functionalities like your um, the what's it called the kind of light line hatching and stuff. The, the patterns, yeah. Patterns, thank you. Patterns, patterns, yeah. Yeah, it's a quite cool thing as well. So there's multiple elements that kind of come together that makes it like more than it's like some of parts. You know, like you say, you have your DAX, you've got all the little Deneb stuff plus the Vega Light stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm reading Daniel's response yeah, now. Yeah, it's good. So I'm going to bring it up on the screen. Don't worry, mate. I'll read it. Support is hard due to what Microsoft makes available internally solving drill down first, then calculation groups, then field parameters. All should be in scope for v version two. You're setting a high bar, Daniel. All right, all I'm saying mm. is if 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 one or two of these things are there, we'll be happy for sure. Um, yeah, I'm, I can imagine it's a lot. I think for me, drill down would be awesome. By the way, internally um, support assault and um, drill down would be quite nice thing to have. I kind of miss that a little bit. Taze disagrees. Tell me why I'm wrong. Fine, <laughs> go for it. Drill down is just a new report, so. But yeah, I've 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 got a uh, uh, different opinion about everything. So I'm no, that's fine. I'm... Maybe I'm misunderstanding. I'm talking like like drilling down into a hierarchy. I thought that's what we were talking about. Oh my god. Okay, wrong? yeah, I, I I don't like that on a report. Oh, okay, okay. So if you start with them, if you start, for example, on like a month level, you want to take it to like a week level. You're not having that. No. No. Okay, I like it. It's I a separate do... chart for me. Okay, bit of controversy. Oh, I love this. Now, now we're getting into it. <laughs> Fight. <laughs> Um, <laughs> five minutes left. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> well, welcome to we'll the second hour. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> you open the whole can of worms, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've got a different way of looking at things. Um, mm. Mm. For me, it's, it's if you can't show it in one chart and you have to drill down to a different level, why don't you show the different level at the start? Hmm. Yeah, I kind of see that. I think I just had it requested so many times now that I feel it's a quite a standard thing. But if someone wants to see it on a monthly level aggregation, someone wants to see it on a weekly level aggregation, I think it's just nice to have that functionality just to show both. I mean, you could see you could show on a separate page as well. Mm. No, no I normally I normally do it on a separate page. Yeah, like uh, one page for monthly, one page for weekly. Yeah. I get it. I'm I, I'm I'm not from a from a UI perspective. You need to say to every chart where there's drill through um, that they need to be able to or drill down that they need to be able to drill down to a different layer of data. You mean to actually, and, to actually allow the user to use the functionality, do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so you need to point to somewhere on the chart and for me that hmm. it's, it's extra work. I, I, I don't I, I might be talking me out of a job here, I'm not sure. No, no, I'm okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind the functionality. I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't like the interface that, that that you have to use to do it. So what I tend to do is actually bookmark it and put like a big buttons on that the user can just click on to up and down, up and down. And if you combine that with like a field parameters where you can do it into different things, that can also be quite a nice thing, you know? So if you but like- that, that, Okay, but that to me is a new chart. Yeah, I, I, I get it, yeah. I yeah. totally understand where you're coming from. So, so you not, so not your actually, you're actually not using the drill down functionality, you're actually building a new chart. It's within, it's within one same visualization, within one same container. Okay, but I, I totally take your point. You could just basically say this page is for this sort of aggre aggregation, this page is for that aggregation. However, however, <laughs> users are users, okay, yeah. and they'll be like, on this page, I want that, and I'll say, No, let's put it on a different page because it makes more sense to separate. No, because I want to see this in the aggregation, but I want to see that in the aggregation. I want to, when I click that, I want to see that to cross highlight that. I'll be like, You know what? Not even this, not even worth my time to have that argument. So there you go. It's there now. But I, I, I take your point. It's, Just give me a table. <laughs> right, right. This is the thing. Because you'll have that argument and they'll be like, This is fantastic. How do I get an Excel? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> uh, and you know, in Excel, you can go to the week level and the day level. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, love it. Love it. Uh, I've actually, I, I've come to terms with the whole Excel thing, by the way. I've got, so I used to hate it. Um, but I think because you can connect the data set so nicely, um, and I don't know, I think I just had to stop caring because it was, it was going to like, you know, maybe go bald or something. I'm not sure. But I just got to the point was like, you know what? Here's the report. If, a re if someone asks, here's a pre-prepared Excel file. It's already linked to it. You do what you want with it. Most important thing is that you use it, but you don't tell me what you've done with it. Okay, I don't want to know. <laughs> This that's your world. This is my world. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Andy. Excel, please. Love it. Yeah. It's always gonna happen. It's always gonna happen. <laughs> Why resist it? You know. Yeah, no, but um, if you if this, uh, I, when I started working, we were working on Lotus One to Three, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you think how long Excel is in embedded in business now, um, you, it's, you're not mm -hmm. gonna fight that. It's it's uh, pick your battles, I think, and Excel is not a battle I want to fight. I uh, say that with many things, mostly with my children. To be honest, when I'm going to have an argument with my kids, I'm like, you know what? 
yes, you can do that one thing. I'm going to pick my battles. It's not worth an argument with my kids. And it's just, it's the same thing exactly. Pick no, my, my wife's also got that saying. Yeah. Yeah, pick your battles. Yeah. It's like, so, you know, if, if, if they can't... Sorry, please. So I'm, I'm not fighting shadows. I'm not fighting maps. I'm, I'm picking my battles. <laughs> I'm picking up battles, <laughs> but I didn't actually realize that there was there are some that there are, there's this um, I'm not sure precisely what it is I forget, and um, that drop shadows can really affect people's perception and actually can also really like if from a visual like make people feel like dizzy and 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 I didn't actually realize that they it can cause actual like really if people have a certain thing with the vision or whatever drop shadows can just be very very difficult to look at, uh, which I wasn't aware of. So I think it's also an accessibility thing with drop shadows that if you use them too much, for some people it just makes the report very hard to look at. Mm. So <clears throat> when we started, um, or when I started in the visualizations, it was um, somebody introduced me to the squint test. Um, okay. Where you squint through your eyes and you check and see what do you see first. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah. And Interesting. If you, if you put shadows on, that's the thing you see first on a visualization. You don't see the data or you don't see the chart. You see the shadows. That's a good point. Yeah. And for me, that, that takes away the message of the visualization. Yeah, that's fair. It's a good point. Simply put, but accurate, yeah. There are... so, so maybe try that the next time you put a shadow in and say, okay. It's never going to happen again. <laughs> um, unless I enter my new phase of data Unless it's in the nip. <laughs> of course. Unless it's there. All right. Um, it's strange. There are some visual gem choices that I find really strange. Not, I'm talking about like a completely different thing visually now. Um, Netflix, a few months ago, no, started to have games in Netflix. You could play like games and stuff. And there was one that was just like a quiz. You would answer questions. It was like, but in the background, it was like the quiz was like here on the screen. The entire screen is this size. But in the background, it's kind of you're like flying through this thing. And it made me really, really sick. Like, I do get travel sick fairly easily, like on, on boats and stuff, um, a little bit on airplanes, but most, but anyway. On an it, airplane, weren't you a steward? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not so much anymore. <laughs> I tell you, actually, there's a funny story about that. So when I, when I first, when I was first a flight attendant, um, my first, the first flights I was on, I was really badly travel sick. So for the first six months of doing that job, I took travel sickness tablets. And then someone said to me, Maybe you want to stop doing that because I'm not sure how healthy it is. And I was like, yeah, okay. So I stopped. <laughs> but at that point, my body just completely come used, completely used to it. So it's fine. So I was like, great. I'm no longer, I no longer get air sick. So for my dad's birthday, maybe I forget which one, maybe 60th or whatever, some birthday, I bought him like a, a flight tour of Berlin on a little Cessna, you know? And I was like, I am no, I no longer get travel sick. I will come with you. <laughs> I ruined that present for my dad. It consisted of us taking off from the airport outside Berlin, traveling to just outside Berlin, and me basically vomiting for 45 minutes. Solid. My dad has a video of us landing back at the airfield, and all you can hear in the background is me violently vomiting as we land. It was ridiculous. And I was like, you know what? I think I do still get travel sick. It was just, it was disgusting. It was so, I felt terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so. Steve yes, has got a, quite a few questions. Yeah, I'm going to bring it back. Enough of, enough of me vomiting. Gets back, back to Steve's questions. 
What are Kay's um, views on Vega Light versus Vega? And will he be switching at some point? There you go. Will you? No, I don't think so. No. Yeah, it's um I I, I started looking at Vega. Um there's a few of the I think it's the arc um that's mm. easier to do in Vega than in Vega Light. Um but I I think I'm I'm j just getting used to the Vega Light language now. Hmm. Um, so opinion might, might change next year. Um, it happens. Yeah, but uh, and Andrea is doing quite some nice stuff in Vega. He does. I mean, um, he's busy with the visual vocabulary. Yeah. Saw that. Um, so he actually inspired me to start with that as well now. Okay. Nice. Um, I wanted to do that with Shard um, before I started with the big book of dashboards. Okay. Um, so that might be my challenge this year to finish off that. Nice. It's a good send idea. It to, send it through to Daniel for version two. I, when it comes to Vega Light versus Vega, I don't I stick by what I said a few times in which I really think Vega Light has 99% of what you'll need if you're sticking with sta standard business reporting is what I'd say, like reports, whatever. If you want to venture into infographics, you probably want to use Vega, I think. But Vega Lite for me is generally very good for data visualization from a very broad perspective. If you want to create something that's visually spectacular and you can do a, have a like, I don't, I don't know, text jittering or whatever, I'm not sure, then Vega, but I really think I won't go to Vega. I keep saying that I'll give it a try, but I start to have a look and I'm like, yeah, okay, I can't bother, whatever, a bit lazy. Um, yeah, I just think that for me, that's the key difference. I think th things can look a bit more visually spectacular with Vega, mm -hmm. which is why I say it's more for, for infographics. Um, yeah. Now, what's nice about um, Vega is you can use multiple data sets. Um, so, yeah. It allows you to do different data sets across different um, mm. spaces. Uh, but you can do that actually in Vega Lite as well. Mm. Um, so I combine it with in a, in a DAX calculator table and then just add a filter column. Yeah. Um, and then I just filter out section one and section two yeah. for my layer chart. Um, that also works fine. So. Um, I think if I reach a limitation on Vega Light, I might go to Vega. But then the question is, why not D3? Why not? I would much rather learn D3 than Vega, i got to say. Because um, it's, <laughs> it looks very complex. It's and it's a, it's a big step up. But if I was going to spend time on on learning something which is you know, it's a change from Vega Lite or is more complex. I mean, Vega is more complex for me anyway. I'd rather just take it further and do D3 because I think it's more usable mm. across a broader range of, of, of uh, products, if you will. Yeah, there's, there's one Vega diagram that I did. Um, we, we did a, it's, it's not a network diagram, but it's, it's I think it's a chord, C-H-O-R-D. Um, okay, chord, yeah. Yeah, the code where you where you've got a source which is going to a target, and that target is going to another okay. target. Yeah. Um, so I did that for a almost like a data flow to try and get from the source data a, a, a data lineage. Mm -hmm. um, but there, the Power BI chart is better for that again. 
Um, Interesting. See, I'm not going to. I'm no, getting okay. old. I, I, I forget the words. <laughs> you're, you're in good company there, mate. Um, it's one of the AI um, diagrams in Power BI. Um, uh, the, the decomposition tree, maybe? The decomposition tree, yeah. That one works yeah. better for that. Because you can actually visual. get the flow of the data through that, that yeah. the core yeah. diagram, yeah. Yeah, uh, but 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 when I did the core diagram, it was just a copy and paste of the example page yeah. of Vega, and uh, yeah. and and you said that with uh, the Chris section as well, or the talk you had with him is copy and paste is our friend. Uh, yeah, copy and paste, and you change a few variables. So yeah, and this is maybe one of the reasons I like it so much because I really. I found it ironic at one point that I started enjoying something so much that involved me typing quite a lot, which I'm so bad at. So the fact that I could combine, reduce typing with copying and pasting, I was like, okay, this is more manageable for me now. Um, but yeah, copy and paste. And this thing you can create, if it's like, and actually, I I was, you know, I was, everyone's testing chat GP, whatever it's called, GPT, whatever, Anna. Mm. And I was feeling really good about myself because I was like, here, random chat GPT thing, create some visualization in Vega Light. Did it, looked at it, and it was wrong, so I corrected it. I was like, ha, you lose. Um, but even as it improves and gets better and you can do these things, if you do that and if you don't, but you don't understand the elements that you've literally just pasted into a visualize, you can't do anything. You then have to learn what each of those things actually mean and if you want to change it what elements are important and stuff so mm. this is also so 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 i actually use chat gpt but um i use it, i use it more for a soundboard to check and see if it's possible to do in vega light so okay. i ask it if if it's possible to do a facet within a layer within a edge concat for instance okay um and then he comes back with old code which also doesn't work but mm. it gives you an idea of what to do so yeah exactly it's a like a, a, a springboard yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah, so I, I use it for soundboard, but yeah, it, it's it's mm. quite mm. interesting and um, it is it is scary. <laughs> Actually, the one thing that I would um, like to do that I think you can't do. If I am wrong, you can correct me for sure. Is the if you like a um, scatter plot? Mm -hmm. If you want to do text jittering to ensure that the labels don't overlap one another. I haven't worked out how to do that yet. Yeah, you can do that in Vega, but not Vega Lite. I thought so. That's what. That's the. That's the one thing that I've hit that I couldn't actually do in Vega. And I saw that it was possible in Vega, and I was like, maybe it's. But I, I tried it in many different ways, and it's not happening. Yeah, I, th I think it's an add-in in Vega um, mm. about text uh, text layering or something like that, mm. or, mm. Uh, text labeling. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I also tried to look at it, but no, it's, it's easier for me to. Put the, the the x and y coordinates in a DAX expression to say that it should be. Yeah, just the offset. Yeah, put the offset there. Just a bit of an offset, and then try yeah. and or not do the labels at all. That was or the classic the top n labels, you know. So don't show them all. Just like the, the relevant ones, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. love it, love it. Cool. Um, I'm going to let you go now because I know it's been well over, well over. I was just starting to chat. <laughs> hey, mate, that's fine. I, I don't say, 
as soon as you started mentioning disagreeing with the whole thing about yeah, the hierarchies <laughs> or whatever, I was like, this could go on for a, a, a much, much longer time. If you want to keep talking that, that's fine by me. And look, also Robin is saying, you're answering questions that he didn't know he had now. So we're also preempting questions at this point. That's how, how, how good we're getting right now. No, that I think that was the one about the layering of the labels. Ah, right, yeah. Mm. yeah. The top end thing is something that I do I do enjoy doing with um the um with Vega Light. I like mm. if you like if something no, is that's the top. That's the ranking for me. Yeah, yeah exactly. End. Yeah. The, mm. Also confused because I was like I lay, I, I googled um top N in Vega Light at one point and it was like it's a top K. I'm like top K. What's the difference top K and top N? It's like oh, there is no difference. It's just like a different letter for some reason. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> the top K items, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, that's the window functions, which are, yeah. it's also doing, you can utilize that for your um, cumulative chart as well. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I have actually, actually done anything cumulative. I have not, actually. I love all these things I realized that I've never done before. <laughs> never done as, as we talk. Yeah. yeah. What's interesting, the cumulative one, is the, there's a frame aspect that you need to add to it as well. Um, so you can set the frame to either be um, where you set, the, say, for instance, you set a null to zero, which will mm -hmm. tally up everything before. Um, and you can change that to have a, like a three-month or 12-week or 12-month delay to do That's your cumulative. Cool. That's so quite cool. The average over a certain number of months. But I haven't used that yet, but um, I normally do that in DAX, but you can do that with the window function as well. Okay. Interesting. Good to know. There's mm. so much. This is what I love about it. There's so much, right? It's like you, you, yeah. you try these bits and pieces, and then you get the basics down. Once you get the basics down, you can make some fun stuff, but there's just this building on that and trying new ideas and just, I wonder if I can do this. And then you realize that you can't, and it's, yeah, it's it's a lot of good fun. It is really a, a lot of good fun. Um. So when I bring every time Daniel comments, I'm just going to bring it up because you know it's going to be yep, relevant, yep. right? I think it's a fair rule, right? They conceptually Conception. work just like window functions in SQL or DAX. Yep. Now, in the very powerful. Yeah. No, the window window functions in SQL is uh, very powerful. Very cool. um, I haven't used the window function in DAX yet. I haven't. Uh, I'm still struggling with the min and max. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love what you, you, you're running these things where you think, I should know this, but somehow I don't. I always find interesting DAX, like quite often people say that they really struggle with rank, uh, rank X, you know? And I'm not good at DAX. I, I'm not, I'm, I, I think I'm, my knowledge is pretty basic. I can, I do what I need to do and I improve as I need to, basically. But rank X was one of the first things I used in DAX because I was creating this football Report, right. you know I, that's what the data I've used since for so many years now and I just had this need to um to have a ranking so I used rank x really early on and I used it and I got uh, there was a my favorite formu you know this 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 power bear blog formu mm -hmm. by the um I uh, Gilbert Gil, thank you Gilbert see I'm so bad with names sorry Gilbert um and he has a great blog post about um rank X and dynamic top N and stuff. And because of that, what I really enjoyed when I started Denebbing was the ability to kind of combine that with also, you know, changing the, if something is in the top N, for example, if it's in the top three, 
then show a specific uh, uh, show the number or show yeah. a different color or show whatever and also the user can change that let's say top three top five so as you change that top whatever then you can highlight you can choose which 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 elements to highlight in a very unique way which i think is a really a really cool combination of, of, fun, of functionality using the rank and i know of course you can use the rank k in in um within uh, I, I came across a observer observable page where they mm -hmm. did a table mm -hmm. where you you set the the number of rows that needs to be shown mm -hmm. as okay. a parameter so it's That's similar cool. to the top uh so top five rows mm -hmm. and then so if you say top 20 rows it, the table just get longer and longer and yeah, longer so that's cool that's quite nice especially if you've got a lot of data that you need to show it's very cool uh, it's a nice idea actually i'm looking forward to that functionality you're working by the way in um in dendenab the fact that with if you set your um your parameters if you kind of change the number when you have cross filter it kind of deletes it gets rid of that um the functionality that's quite frustrating but i think at some point that will work if i'm wrong i apologize daniel do you know what i mean though right which one is that oh yeah i'm going to describe it in a really bad way when you have the ability i'm going to i'm going to use like zero technical words mm -hmm. here because i forget what it's called when you have the ability to basically as you say like set the number like you know show 10 and you're actually within the den of visualization you can type or the number itself you basically have a slicer within the den of visualization the code that you've written you can't okay. do that but if you then use cross cross filtering with that it will reset the value so it makes it very difficult to use that in an actual usable report so if that would work how i perceive but, it should work i think would be very helpful yeah so the way for me around that is to use a dax parameter Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. With the DAX parameters it works, but not with the ones that you'd write with inside Vega Light, I believe. Yeah, not not the parameters in Vega. Exactly, Light, no. that's what I'm talking yeah. about. If they yeah. would, if they were to work, it would be because it's nice to have a read it to to control it within the 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 container itself, yeah. like the on element. I know you can do it with you can set your filter here and you group them or whatever. I think it just looks really smart to have it within the actual container itself. That that parameter thing. Yeah, um, I haven't played around with that yet. Uh, okay. um, when we started, when I started off, yeah, it's, it's part of the examples that you do. Where you mm. slide parameter, um, see yeah. what it does. Yeah. The text can actually move around. <laughs> labels. Exactly, exactly. That's one of the most ridiculous <laughs> things I've created on that the link that I sent before. I've got a page where the, the rotation of the text is controlled <laughs> by the value. It's so pointless. It's so ridiculous. But you can but, do it. Exactly that, because you can. Therefore, I did. Why? It's like, oh, this the, the value of this is 45. And for that reason, the text is at a 45-degree angle. This text is at a 270-degree angle. Why? Why? But why would you need that? But um, you can't, so you do, right? Look at this. There you go. <laughs> Daniel just coming in with a I'm Daniel, I'm so sorry that, that we have you involved in the chat. And you're, we're sitting here talking, and you're, like, following it up. Like, I need to explain... I really do apologize for that. I, I really appreciate you putting these comments down. Power BI triggers a refresh of the visual on any Canvas update, and it's very hard to persist bigger parameters. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. I'm thinking about it, but I haven't really got to a point where I'm going to look at it. That's very reasonable because also you don't need it in Power BI because, as we've also said, no. you can set your parameters uh, using using uh, DAX. Daniel, you're an absolute legend for taking part in this chat from, from a... I should have just brought you in, to be honest, put your video on the screen. This is terrible, man. I, I, owe, Daniel, I, I, I owe Daniel so many whatever B 
beers or whatever he drinks, Coca-Cola, I'm not sure, whatever. No, 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 me too. Um, <sighs> and I think uh, it, it, it might be worthwhile starting to sponsor him. Um, That's actually a really good point. I feel yeah. terrible for saying something stupid like, oh, my beer when I can actually just... I also link that on the... There you go. I want to link this. This is yeah, my... there is a sponsor site. Um, I think maybe there Daniel is... can drop yeah. the sponsor site in there. Yeah, I want to link that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Daniel. I hope I didn't insult you by saying that rather than actually dropping your sponsor link. Thank you for Taze for reminding me. Taze is clearly a much nicer person than I, than I am. He was like, no. This is how you can actually support him by giving him money. There you go. Uh, um, yeah, I'm, 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 might be too opinionated on a few things, but uh, I'm old. <laughs> I can be. This is what we're here for, man. We're here for your opinions. Yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> Ex express them. It's, it's, it's all good. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, no, it, uh, for me, it's uh, yeah. For me, the nip was a life changer. Um, yeah. Um, the things that you can do with that in Power BI now is um, so. This year, I'm not doing the workout Wednesday for Power BI. I'm doing the workout Wednesday for Tableau. Oh really? That's to, try, to try and see if I can remake everything. Mm -hmm. and, and I th and I think the guys from Tableau picked that up, so they're making the challenges a bit <laughs> more difficult every week. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, we're in week eleven now, so and okay, there cool. wasn't one that we couldn't tackle with uh, the nap yet. So very cool. And I and I think um, if we go to your question that you ask everybody about, what's this one thing that I will change in yes. uh, Power BI is to make it more accessible in putting it in on a Mac as well. Um, yeah, because then I think you will get a. A bigger crowd starting to use it that is now more geared mm. towards the Tableau and Mac. And it's interesting because my perception, I, this is a, a really good point. My perception of people who use Mac, could be wrong, is that they're more focused towards like style, graphic design, that mm. sort of thing, which is what Power BI kind of isn't. If you look at it from a like, visual perspective, you know, yeah. um, I always get the impression. And obviously, this is me completely guessing with no inside information whatsoever. That the reason that they're not doing that is because everything will move towards a more online experience. And once it's there, it doesn't matter. It, it's not Mac or PC, it's just Power BI. So you've got Power Query, you'll have online. Of course, building a report now within the within the Power BI work, the, the, the workspace is horrific. But if they work on changing that, which I kind of assumed that they were. It wouldn't be a, there. Wouldn't be a desktop anymore. It would be all online experience. Mm. That makes sense. Um, question is: Have you built a report on the service yet? Oh God, yeah, it's horrible. No, I haven't done yeah, that yet. Yeah, no. No. Uh, it is. no. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it's <laughs> almost like I'd rather go back to report builder. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I'm saying not now. I mean, it, it, I'm talking about years off. Um, but yes, in the meantime, short term, it would it would be good, I suppose. But from a program, I've got no idea what that entails to kind of make that doable. Um, uh, but maybe if I ask you a question, you're part of the Microsoft um, team now that's looking at the visualization. How's yeah. that going? It's going well. I mean, it's it's really interesting to see. I'm really scared at this point because I've, I've, I'm not an MVP, so I've never had I've never been and uh, had a, an NDA. Not before. yet. Not uh, yet an MVP. We'll see. <laughs> Um, but so I'm like, every time I was like, I don't know what I can say, but it's, it's, it's really, I'll say this, it's really cool to see 
I, the vision is very interesting and I really enjoy it. I think it's going to, everything looks cleaner and I think it's a nice thing to, a goal to have that the out of the box experience is just tidy and clean and not busy. Um, I am probably, I seem to be one of the few people who really enjoy the new on object formatting. I think that's a nice step. I know it's, I know it's preview, so it's not finished by any stretch of the imagination, but I think it works well. I like it. Uh, I looked at it this weekend and the thing that I picked up is you, you can't, uh, is it an implicit measure when you just drag uh, the sales yeah. in without creating the measure? Yeah. Um, but you can't change it again. You can't change it to average and uh, really, that's minimal max. Uh, it's, it's, once it's in there, it's stuck. I wonder if that's by design. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think it could be. Eh? <laughs> they're, they're forcing you to create a measure. Yeah. Um, I, I know. I think you can't do drill throughs either. I think I saw someone say that. I think Greg Deckler made a video and said you couldn't do drill throughs. I, I had a look myself and it seemed to be harder. Everything, but I will say, I see when Power BI do change elements, updates to things, they see or seem to always forget about drill throughs. I got to say, um, uh, yeah, and, no, yeah. People keep coming out at me with their, with their terrible opinions, right? <laughs> um. Oh, you can One do drill through. That... Okay, sorry. I, I thought I thought Greg Decker said you couldn't, uh, so I apologize. But I still maintain that you tend to forget about drill through. But but thank you, yeah, Anthony, for correcting the me. The thing that I, that they caught me with um, in the changes was the slices. Um, so when you normally drag the slicer on the on the uh, canvas, mm. uh, you could actually change the drop down to a list on the slicer itself. Yeah. And now you have to slide mm. and change it on that side. Oh, okay. um, on yeah, the formatting pane, yeah. That's been changed for a while, though. That that changed. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's still ago. it's it's still annoying for me. Yeah, I think it's one of those. Things I think it's the do... memory. The, the yeah, you, you you talked about it with um, muscle memory. Yeah, yeah, it's the muscle memory that still gets me. It's like they were trying to bring everything in line, so they put it there. But what they bring, what they were bringing in line with, was a bad experience anyway. So it didn't help. Look, I think for me, what I like about the on-object formatting is that if you click on something, for example, you know, um, if I if I'm going to edit, if I'm going to change the color, if I want to change the title, if I want to change the data labels, I click on it and it goes immediately where I want it to be in the format pane itself. You know, so you don't, have, I hate the format pane. It's a horrible interface. You have to search for stuff. It's drop down, drop down, drop down, drop down. But with now on an object, if you click on the color, it'll go to exactly where you need to be. And I think that's, on the format pane, yeah. that saves a lot of clicks. I like, I, I enjoy that a lot. Um, Robert, more opinions here. Turned it on for about an hour, ended up turning it back off because there's too much mental muscle memory mm. involved in how it's being all these. I agree. I totally see your point. However, for me, I switch it on and I leave it on because I know it's going to change at some point and I want to get myself used to it as, as, as soon as possible. Another good point from Anthony, yeah. I just got used to the new format pane. <laughs> I, I see that as well. I think I had the advantage. It's because I hated the new format pane so much yeah. that I never got used to it. I really... Yeah. I really couldn't get on board with that um, at all. I'm, I'm actually with Mike on this one. Is um, Just give me the properties. Um, 
Yeah. You mentioned that last week is uh, giving the properties, but that's the old reporting services. Um, mm -hmm. So in reporting services, you could have all the properties and you, uh, you put it alphabetically and you know where the format is, and you know where the background is. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but yeah, mm -hmm. it might be that we old school. Um, but do you, do you think they're moving it towards a more Excel look and feel? They bring it towards a more Microsoft look and feel. So okay. Excel, PowerPoint, they want to basically make all the experiences the same, you know? So basically with Excel or with PowerPoint, a lot of what you can do is right there. You click on it and you can you can do that right there, wait what you've clicked on, um, which I think is a positive thing. I don't, from a work perspective, working on something here mm -hmm. and all the stuff's over here, and it's difficult to combine those things sometimes. I think that, yeah, they're, they're basically trying to make it a unified experience. So that the learning curve between Excel and Power BI mm -hmm. from a formatting point of view is a lot easier to handle, um, which it does make sense. And it might, it might take a while to get there because, you know, you always have to go through some iterations of the design and work out what, what makes sense to one person or what makes sense to 12 people who are giving feedback on these things might not make sense to the hundreds of thousands of people who use it across the entire um, uh, Power BI world, universe, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I think at the, the bare minimum, the very, very least for years, yeah, years actually, people have said this, what we currently have is really could be so much better and you need to do something you need to and they are they are they're addressing a lot of those issues and they are mm. putting they're putting in the effort that people said please put in this effort that that's actually they're putting time and, and money and resources towards it so and i think that they have people within the community providing feedback it's a small group but also the wider group are getting more information now because miguel's going out and he's talking to user groups he's he's sharing mm -hmm. whatever he wants. I mean when Miguel shares it he can share what he wants he's not going to get sued by Microsoft he works with them um you know so he I think that's that's a really positive step and I think mm -hmm. just just by being um transparent with the projects is to me is is a big step forward yeah I do if I'd never worked with Deneb if I'd never seen it I would be like this is awesome this is fantastic it's gonna it's gonna change but because I have that, going back to one of the first points we made, that complete control of everything now, and I'm not saying it's because I'm old school, because I'm not saying I'm not old. I am. I'm getting there. Um, it's just I, I haven't used it for that long. It's just once you've had complete control, anything other than complete control is just like, but I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. You know what I mean? And you, you can't satisfy those needs. So people also are like, is Deneb going to, you know, is it going to become redundant because of these changes? No, because they're never going to give you that control, I don't think. Um, yeah, for me, um, I'm, I'm not using any of the other visuals in Power BI currently. Yeah. I'm only using Deneb. Um, yeah. And that for me is, it's it's easier for me now to do in Deneb than it is to do it in the normal bar chart, for instance. Um if I, I agree, I, in my, when I create visuals for myself, I completely but for a company, it's difficult. <laughs> I can't, I can't, for two reasons. I can't justify for a company creating stuff that other, someone else maybe can't maintain in the future. And also time-wise as well. Like it or not, if you want to create a basic bar chart, it makes more sense for me at a company at least doing that 
in a Power BI basic visual because it takes like what, 35 seconds. If you do something with Deneb, it's gonna take you longer, not because it takes so much longer, but you're gonna spend some time controlling elements that you mm. can control that you can't with the standard Power BI visual. So again, I would say, generally speaking, because you can Deneb, doesn't mean that you should Deneb on certain projects, but I'm completely with you, don't get me wrong. When it's for me, I'm like, yeah. that's Deneb, it's all Deneb, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I yeah, know, so um, I think, as you said, the, the support is the biggest concern for me. So if you do something now, who's going to support it when you leave, say, for instance, in a month's time or a year's time? Because hmm. um, I'm not sure that everybody's going to pick up on the coding aspect. No, I mean, it's about good documentation. You can create the, you can create the templates and stuff, but even with all that, someone has to, someone has to learn. Hmm. You can't, you can't have, so you can't have documentation. And then, but I think it depends on also the company. I mean, or the team. I mean, if you're working in a centralized BI data team, someone who has knowledge of coding, it's gonna, not going to take them that long to kind of pick it up. I don't nope. think or understand yep. elements. Someone with zero background, just like that will take a lot longer, of course. So I think if, as long as you have a working within that centralized team where there is that knowledge, I think it should be quite manageable mm. for sure. But, but I, th I think Mark mentioned it last week as well. Um, and I think Daniel, um, commented on that um, is the UI functionality for a DNIP where you've got the selection of all the configs and all the, so for instance, there's a mark, I want to select line, whatever I want to do. And mm. that in essence is what the normal visuals is in Power BI. It's, yeah. it's just a UI for coding at the back. Yeah, for sure. And it would have been nice if that coding was the nib. And and that's what and I think that's what Mark said as well. Is if it was just this one button which mm. said give me access to the code so that I can yeah. change the code. No, completely. Um, like it's like a like an like an advanced mode, an extreme mode. And I think yeah. that 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 would be a nice thing to offer. And that, and it comes back to your point now uh, earlier with just give me the edit button. Hmm. On a normal yeah. visual, just give me the edit button where I awesome. can actually go and change the Yeah. Maybe but, that yeah. maybe at some point that'll happen. Maybe at some point that'll happen. Um, I was going to bring a couple of comments that were came before because I think someone made a couple of people made some longer comments about making the yeah they need to make things intuitive for users. Not obvious. This is completely true. It's not obvious. You can right click on the new um, pane functionality to open multiple panes at once. That is true. There are so many things you can do in Power BI by right clicking that are not obvious at all. There's no like, when you hover over, there's no like right click for more options. So for the I, new- I, I, I didn't know that. Yes, on the new on the new format, on the new panes, on the new experience, if you right click, you can pin it, for example, by saying open a new panel. If you don't right click, you don't know. I do maintain if you've worked for Power BI for quite a long time, you, your standard response would be like right click on stuff anyway, just to see what happens because it's so much is hidden, um, but, Anthony, you're completely correct then. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to bring up a couple here. Business users, self-service will never want the same UI as developers value. Yeah, but you're nice to have two modes to choose. Yeah, exactly what we said, right? Two modes, easy mode, hard mode. I don't think many people are going to disagree with that because you don't, you can, you can choose. I use the easy mode, I use the hard mode. 
I can't imagine that's going to really upset too many people. You're going to default mostly to the easy mode, but course, yeah. there's just there's one client that you want to keep happy with changing the label to a specific spot on the chart. Conversations like this always make me think of my favorite Finnish word. Um, I don't speak Finnish. I only know one word. And I'm going to um, not, I'm not going to tell you what it means. But I'm going to type it in the chat and you can Google it yourself, people, if you want to know what it means. That word is pilkunusia. Pilkunusia. And that essentially means someone who is very attention detailed. Pilkunusia. If you choose to Google that word, you'll see it has a slightly different meaning, which is actually quite funny. Um, so basically, someone who's very precise that's what i've turned into if you're a really precise person if you're a bit of a pilconusia you can use hard mode and really control mm. each element yourself or if you want to learn it's about i mean probably it helps you learn so much stuff it helps you learn dax it helps you learn data modeling it helps you learn data cleaning and atl processes and all this type of stuff it doesn't help you learn data visualization it helps you. It helps you create data visuals, but it doesn't help you learn data visualization. That's and if you could have that, it would really, for me, be a more rounded experience regarding what it lets you learn. Because I had to learn. I had to discover Deneb to learn about data visualization. Well, and, what's possible? Yeah. Yes, exactly. What's possible? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I would say like creating visualizations in Power BI is. It is, of course, data visualization, but you're not learning as much as you can because of the restrictions that are in place. If you are given access to do whatever you want with it, that allows you to learn more about concepts of data visualization. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was Jeff that said um, in his talk with you, or in his <laughs> interrupted talk with you. Yeah. Uh, he, he held up the storytelling with Databook um, and he said, a tool that allows you to create everything in that book is a data visualization tool. Um, and probably I should strive to get to that. Yeah. And I think, um, in a sense, the NIP allows you to do that. And because you've proven it, allow that. It, it allows you to do, mm. to put a label at a certain spot where you want it. It allows you to, yeah. 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 I mean, as I say, by you going through this, that this book, the big book of dashboard and create that you kind of proven that's the point that's what you can do now that's what's been opened up mm. Shen, now i do have to call an end to this my wife's going to be back soon and she's been out uh, at a she's been out socializing this is my version of socializing <laughs> but she she socializes with people in like the real world craziness <laughs> um but yeah mate it's been i really oh, um, ben, uh, thanks very much I have to really thank you because I know I had to convince you. So I'm sorry that I put so much pressure on you, but I'm sure everyone who has joined, definitely, definitely the longest one of these we've had so far, by the way. This is like um, the epic episode, if you will. Um, everyone has really appreciated you, you joining. So I really appreciate oh, it. Thanks. Thanks, wow. man. Thanks and for having me. Yeah, for sure. a, It's an honor to be on the show. Thanks. Oh, honor is mine. Honor is mine. Um, everyone in the chat as well. Um, Thank you for your comments and your questions yeah, and thanks. your opinions. Some of those op opinions were occasionally incorrect. I'm sorry about <laughs> that. Um, but what are you going to do? That's just the nature. Um, and also a special thanks to Daniel for filling yeah, all, the, thanks, all the gaps. Really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I will be back next.
Thursday, I believe. Yes, I will be. Um, can't remember who, as ever. I can never remember that. But I shall see everyone next Thursday. And Taze, one more time, thank you very much. And goodbye. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks, man. Don't you want to